Hey, welcome to the Lyric House Church podcast. Our mission is to host a house for him. Join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for our live service. Make sure to check out our Facebook page for details about upcoming events and information on our small groups that meet throughout the week. Thank you for being part of our broader community, and we hope you enjoy this podcast. Somehow we're supposed to like talk now, so okay. A one more hour? Yeah, you guys don't have anything to do today, right? No. No. Right. Came here for the Lord. Like I don't ever, I don't understand why people rush through that. Like that's what we come for, right? right. Is to minister to Him. Is for Him. It's what it's about. Oh man, He's good. Right. <laughs> I think we all are. Uh, all right. Let me try to be a professional spirit person. That's not working. You don't have to. <laughs> just said don't do it. You don't have to try. I'm just trying to gain words. Is all I'm trying to do. Okay. Oh, I don't have to be professional. Oh, praise the Lord. Good, because I don't think I ever am. <sighs> How are you guys? We missed. We missed you guys or so. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. It's who he is. It's what he does. Um, really quick, I want to mention something. Um, because it's actually really exciting. Um, how many of you guys seen the for sale sign in our building next door? Yep. See that? Did you guys see it? It's so silly that they're wasting their, their time putting that up for sale. But, um, so I just wanted to kind of, I know a lot of you probably noticed that, and we were on vacation, and, and we seen it on Facebook, so we were completely surprised, too. So, um, for those of you guys that don't know, we are believing and praying for the building next door, and we have, we, we made an offer on it, and we were in negotiations with it, and then all of a sudden, we seen a for sale sign in the, in the window. So, we're not really sure what that means. Um... It's really too bad for them because, like, the it's the Lord said it's ours, and so it's just kind of a matter of time. And so, Jason Jason actually had a dream right after we negotiated, and it's funny because no, usually I right have before, the dreams right before. My dreams usually are like farther off into the future. But Tiffany when he has does the dreams, dream, and they're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It means that I'm getting old because it says wise men will have dream <laughs> right. dreams, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's what that means. Anyway. So in the dream, I seen the realtor that actually listed the building. That we didn't know that was going to, but the one that's yeah. listing it right now, Jason had a dream about him. Yeah, and so in the dream, I'm talking to him inside the building, and he looked at me and he said, just give it six months and then the wall will come down that divides the two buildings. So, and we've always, we have a vision of there being a door right here where the bookcase is, if you didn't know. So, we're just in the waiting. That's it, you know? Yeah, I, and I wanted, to, I wanted to encourage you guys because I think when we saw it, we were kind of like, 
oh, they're putting our building for sale? Because we were in negotiations. Like, we offered a price, they were supposed to bring us back a price, and then all of a sudden it got listed. And so we were just kind of like, okay. But we know that we know that the enemy doesn't want us in there, and so it's really, really exciting to see what God does. And um, just recently I heard this saying, every absence is an invitation to abundance. And yeah. so it might seem like, well, that door was shut. It might seem like, oh, well, that's that that's over. But I feel like that is where the Lord wants us to be. Like he wants us to be at this place of this was always God. It's always going to be God. And in, the, in Genesis 1, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens, right? We know that the earth was with, without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. What he's saying there was where there was nothing, where there was absence of an invitation, God brought abundance. Like he literally created from nothing. And that is what God is doing here. Like what looks like nothing, what looks like a door shut, God is creating abundance. And that makes me so freaking excited. You guys excited? Yes. Are you freaking excited? Am I allowed to say that? Freaking? Freaking? Well, yeah. Settle down. Oh, yes, Jessica. Yes, Jessica. That's so that's, true. That's so Amen. True. Yep. That's we learned what he that does. Double. Yeah. So, when you see our building, keep praying because we haven't stopped. And you see the, all the the people that come in to to look at our building to buy it. Let's just pray for them and believe for them that that. Um, well, they're, they're, it's just not going to work for them. And so I feel really bad for them that they're going to get excited about our building and then be like, I just, nothing, it didn't work. And so maybe then give it to, that's also, we're open for that too. So if somebody wants to buy it and give it to us, like that's what the Lord could be doing too, right? Like we're, we, we lack nothing. So, um, yeah. That's the thing is he's in control, right? We believe in we watch him work. Yep. It's fun. And we know that God doesn't inhabit buildings, right? He inhabits people, us. The like praises of his people. Yeah. So it's not, we, we'll, we won't stop. Like we're doing what we're doing. We keep going. It's exciting. Um, we're, we're already in the, look what we're already doing. Like oh, how much did our bake sale raise, guys? Do you remember, Dodie? 700, you remember that. I love that. $726.50. <laughs> but look what he's already doing. There's got to be something prophetic in that number, too. Somebody look it up. I don't know. But 726. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so get excited, guys. So don't let that, like, rain on your parade or anything. Because it's, did it, like, to us, I felt, like, so much peace and so much. I was like, oh, okay. I wondered because. It, I did, too. I was just like, man, that's awesome. That's List so it. cool. Listen, it's just a greater opportunity for God to show up, right? Because that. Yeah. He, when things look like they're impossible, that's when he shows up. That's when he works the best. He likes bad odds. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so I wanted to say that for, in front of everybody so everybody wasn't like, oh, what's happening with so our building? So just continue to believe with us. Yeah. You know? What is it? Take by force. Okay. Yep. Well, if we have to. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. We are taking it by force. The force of the kingdom. See, that's why I feel bad for the people. Like, they don't Favor even know what's going on. Maybe then they'll just start fair. coming to church and they'll be part of our family. Like, I don't know. Let's see what happens. 
Yeah, I will let them do that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So we have been um, excited about this, haven't we, babe? Extremely. Yeah, we've been so excited. We just we also just got back from vacation, so we're like giddy. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably the best vacation, birthday vacation I ever had. And it was our anniversary. So. It was our anniversary, birthday. They're both right by each other. But we knew when we came back that we were going to get to kind of launch this sermon series that we're going to be doing. And it's going to look a little different. I think I say that every time. It's not going to look different. It's going to be normal as Every what we Sunday are. here looks different. Yeah, yeah. We know that. So <laughs> we're actually going to be doing some teaching, which hang on, because we're not teachers. So just... Tiffany's and, a teacher. No, I'm not. I so enjoy the ride because we're 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 gonna have fun. But we are going to be teaching um, on the book of Acts, and we're going to be going through the entire book of Acts, front to end. And um, we're learning with you guys, and we're teaching um, everything that the Lord is revealing. Does anyone in here roughly can give us a sum of what the book of Acts is about? Yep, the early church, what the disciples did. What else? Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. It's the blueprint it's the for blueprint the church. It's the blueprint for the church. There you go. That's good. Yep. 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 Exactly. You guys read your Bibles. Yep. Of course you do. Um, okay, so what we just really feel, we just felt like the Lord was leading us into this because we always say God wants to do something new through us, through our community. He wants to do something new. But, he, but what, what I feel like he's saying is we're doing something new in this hour, but not something that, that hasn't been done before. But what we try to do is we see what God move and we see him doing something great and then man comes in and changes it and man comes in and tries to make it benefit himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so what we just feel called that our church is we feel called to, to take it back to the roots. And it's just kind of what we've always done. Now, I'm not trying to say we're going to live together and eat every meal together, but we do do life together. I think because we're small, we get to have the opportunity of doing community together. Community like Gary, Lisa's dad went to, uh, no, Craig went to Gary's house, Lisa's dad, and was helping him with like construction projects because they're friends, because he said it was needed. And he was like, let me come over. And um, like, I don't know, I can name so many different things. Like there's different things that we do life together. We, we, we hang out together. Um, we go over to dinner with people. Um, they come in here and have coffee and we just get to chat. Like, I don't know, there's just so many things that we do have the opportunity to do. And I feel like it's what, that's the church guys. Like that is us being the church is not just coming here on Sunday morning and coming in and having a coffee and worshiping and leaving. It's being in community, it's doing life together. We pray with each other. We encourage each other. Iron sharpens iron. It's really hot in here. Is it just me? No. no. What's the deal? I'll go check. Thanks, babe. How, how often do I say I want him up here and then I'm acting like that? I'm just joking. I make him preach with me. He's like, I don't know what you want to preach on. I was like, it's fine. Just stand there. You'll do great. And you're pretty blue shirt. Okay. Uh, anyway, so... Another thing that I just want, that I feel like we're trying to always get across, 
that, and I hopefully we do a good job, that, that it's not just about Jason and I. Like, this isn't just Jason and I's church. It's not... Um, um, it's not just us. We really feel like this is our, our church as a whole. And it's so important that we are the church, all of us, that we take ownership in that. And so, um, and ownership in the sense of like, this is, this is ours. This is, this is who, this is a family that God sent me to. And I, and you guys always hear me say it, but I say all the time that God calls people to families, not churches. Like there's 14 churches here that we could choose to go to in town and all of them are great, but God calls us and puts us in a family. And that is what we believe the book of Acts looks like. That is what he was, he was putting together when he built it. We also believe that just like in the book of Acts, that we walk out what we breed. We walk out. We don't just talk about it. It's not just um, something that we say we should be doing. Like if we believe in healing, how many of us believe in healing? Amen. Then we should be praying for that, right? We should be walking it out. We should be doing it. We should be seeing it. Not just at church on Sunday where it's comfortable, but where else? At work? Yeah. At the checkout line, my yeah, favorite. In the marketplace. Stop the whole line. And our, our homes, homes. amen. Yeah, it starts in our home, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, it really is. I mean, I cannot stand it. And I, I feel like I'm pretty transparent. I try to be. Um, <laughs> that's scary sometimes. Um, but for the most part, like I, I want you to, if my phone accidentally turned on when I was in a conversation with my children, I wouldn't want you guys to be like, oh my gosh, that's not who we see on, at church on Sunday. Um, I, I want that, I think that's our heart is to be, this is who we are. We're absolutely not perfect, that, but we really love the Lord. And everybody should know that I love the Lord, not because I have a shirt that says I love Jesus or because I make a Facebook post, but you should know I love the Lord from my fruit. And that's the same with everyone from the church character it's important it's your fruit yeah all right so nothing is more prominent in acts than the spread of the gospel and you guys know a lot of you guys remember the vision that i had of um like god kind of took me up and i saw little fires just like little balls of fire everywhere and i i had that vision and i didn't know had no idea what it meant they were on top of buildings i was yeah i was kind of like taken up and I was looking over buildings that had these little balls of fire. And I was like, well, that's cool. What does that mean? And the Lord never, he didn't, he didn't really tell me what it meant. And so I just kind of kept this vision and I told Jason. And then come to find out, Tim had had something similar, right? Do we remember what that one was? No, I don't remember either. Um, but he had, he had seen something similar. And so what I feel like... Um, what, what I feel like God is doing that, I feel like he's in the season of doing that, but it's so important for us, if we are going to be the church, if we're going to be the ones who love the Lord, that we're, that we know what we believe, right? So if we say, I love the book of Acts, we're like the, everyone will say that, like we're going, we're, we're like the, the book of Acts, like our church is, I've heard many people say, our church is just like the book of Acts. I'm like, okay, what is it? We're a book of Acts church. How many times have you heard people say that? I'm like, really? Okay. Um, and I'm not trying, like, I, I'm not trying to put that label, like we're a book of Acts church, but if we believe this is how God set up the church, then why aren't we doing that? Right? So in order for that to happen, again, it's not just Jason and I that are studying. It's not just Jason and I that are bringing revelation. It's all of you that are studying. And so we're going to do this together. And so I want to do a chapter a week. I don't know if that's going to happen though. Probably I don't even not. think we'll probably get through the first chapter today. 
We'll pretend like that's what we're going to do. But have an understanding, too, is, um, and I say this often, too, that being the church is going to look, it should look different. We, back in the early church, like, this wasn't the the cool thing to do. Like, we think of the disciples, and we think how, like, they started the, you know, they... Paul and Barnabas were sent out and they started the church and we think how cool it must have been to be Paul and Barnabas. No, that's not the case. They were very much um, probably made fun of. They were ridiculed. They were called uh, the, the set apart, the, the wild ones, which for me, I'm like, yeah, we're the wild ones. But that wasn't actually a good thing back then. Um, in fact, and I've said this too, that they were probably, if they used the word cult, that was probably what they were labeled as, was a cult back then. And so, yes, Christian was not like we know it as a good thing. Like, oh, you're a Christian, everyone's happy. And, and, but back then it wasn't like that. And I feel like if, how do I want to say this? If we don't look like that, then whose church do we look like? Is that okay to say? Okay. Thank you. It doesn't give us human patterns to follow or avoid, but instead constantly cause us to follow the Holy Spirit. And so if we're building a church, if we're building something here, if we're doing something in community, we're following the Holy Spirit, not a pattern. And I know that like it, it does, like Lisa said, it gives us a blueprint and it does, but it's important that... One of the things that the Lord told us is he said, always look at me. Keep the door open and always look at me. And so we're always trying to focus on where the Lord is. And he also said, make the banner over your door love. And he, said, and he said, as long as you always focus on love. Yep. You'll always be, will always be in love. Yeah. Oh no, we lost. Them. Yep. I mean, what else is there? I mean, power, authority, all of those come with love, right? Healing comes with love. So I want to learn together. I want to grow together. I want us to know this book and I want us to know the next book and I want us to know scriptures together. I feel like, I feel like this is where God is asking us to dive in, to know what it is that we believe. And it's fun, like it's so fun to get to learn who it was that wrote these books. That we, we have this book and we, I feel like we really take it for granted. It's sitting there on our nightstand or it's sitting there. It's, sometimes we have it in our purses, like we take it with us everywhere, but it's, it's probably the most widely known book of the entire world. Everybody knows what the Bible is, but it's the least read. How could that be? Doesn't make any sense to me how we have this word that's alive and active, and yet we don't even pick it up. And there's no guilt in that. And just like Brian was talking about this morning, sometimes it's this realization of, oh Lord, I haven't spent any time with you. I was so busy doing all of the things, and I haven't spent any time with you. What was it for? What was it worth? So we're gonna do that. Let's dive in. Let's learn about who was Luke who, who wrote the book of Acts. 
Um, somebody tell me some things about Luke. What do you know about him? He what? He was a doctor. Yep. Yep, they're buddies. What else? Yep. Yeah, so see how Amanda and I are doing that? This is interactive. And so I want to hear you guys talk. I want to hear you guys. What do you know? What do you understand? What do you ha- if you have questions about the book of Acts as we study, be like, well, I've always heard that. Or I've always heard this. Or wait, that's that. I didn't know that. I want to hear. We want to hear what you have to say. Were you? So he was a disciple, but he wasn't actually one of the 12. We do not believe that he actually seen and walked with Jesus. Yep. Yep. So actually the book of Acts is a second part to one of the gospels, the gospel of Luke, which is why we believe that it it was Luke that wrote it because it doesn't actually say that Luke wrote the book of Acts. It's kind of best guessed by theologians because of the way that it begins. And it says the way that it begins is to Theophilus, the lover of God. And then he says, I write to you again. And so we see that it's the second part to the book of Luke, which makes sense because it goes through the gospel and then it comes out to Jesus' ascension. Uh, scholars believe that Acts was written 62 years after Jesus died. Do you guys know that? 62 years after he had, he had ascended and resurrected, resurrected and ascended. Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. I mean, I'm loud. I was, sorry, this kind of stuff I, I really like. But we have more records of Jesus in his life, not just in the Bible, but also outside of the Bible recordings of it, and closer to his life than we do of like any other historical figure you can think of. Like we have more proof that Jesus lived than we do of like these ancient kings that we think of, yep. or like Julius Caesar and yeah. like these other prominent historical figures that we have. Jesus is more documented and more close to his life than any of the other ones. Yeah. So cool. Like, is it, are, these things fascinate me. And I, that's why I say, like, my favorite gifting to learn from is a teacher gift. Because I'm like, I want to hear all of those details. I, I want to learn. I want to soak in who Jesus was. Who were his friends? What did he eat? Where did he walk? What did the town look like? Like, if we say this is our, our, our friend, our closer than our brother, like, I want to know about him. You guys? Do you want to know about him? Yeah. There's a video, and it was an astrophysicist who dissected the Bible, and it was going through, and it was proving all of the prophecies that were fulfilled, and it said that the probability of someone spontaneously combusting was a greater probability than a man making this stuff up like it was it was proving the prophecies in the bible were so it was there was no way that a man could have written this and made it all aligned the way that it was because there was just so many cross references and it was a greater probability than you that you would spontaneously combust than it would be that a man could have written the bible without god's help yeah yeah no, you're, don't don't say sorry. <laughs> I said be interactive and serious. Like sorry, I'm interactive. 
You know, we were actually reading about this this last week. Um, I was pulling up something about like prophecies that have been fulfilled and stuff like that and refreshed on a stat that I learned as a kid. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but the probability of Jesus fulfilling just six yeah. of the prophecies is the same as, I won't give you the number because <laughs> it's crazy. But I've heard it, but I don't even understand it. Yeah, the you, the, but the way to understand it is take the entire state of Texas, cover it three feet deep in silver dollars, three feet deep. Take one silver dollar and mark an X on it and shuffle it somewhere in that pile and then drop a blindfolded man in the middle of Texas and the probability that he picks up the first thing that marked silver dollar three feet deep all across Texas is the probability of six that he fulfilled. Just six. Like, yeah. And we need to know these things, right? Like we have, oh man, something I'm so passionate about. Hold on, I can't hear you. You have to have a mic. <laughs> Josh right. McDowell. Josh McDowell's who everybody's citing right now. He wrote Evidence That Demands a Verdict. He's somebody that's really good to uh-huh. actually dive into what he's... He's found all this evidence. I mean, everything. Josh. Josh McDowell. He has a son named Sean McDowell that speaks a lot, too. But Josh is the one that did all the hard work. So he's the one that... Side, yes. side, yeah. everything they're talking about okay. is an evidence it's, that okay. verdict. It's a huge book. It's very hard to understand, too, honestly. So. Actually, how about somebody else read it and then just tell me? Like, that would be great. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Yeah. He's just one of those guys you don't really, intellectually, you can't. He's just on a whole nother level. He's yeah. like Tesla or something. You just... And he got mad because he wanted to disprove him, and yeah, he did. It's it. kind of like Case for Christ, but yeah. he was much smarter. I mean, the guy's just crazy, the stuff he found out. So cool. And he rewrote the book with his son, Sean, years later. So anything so cool. you want to know that's cited here is in that book. That's awesome. And how important, like, I love that. God used that, right? Like, that was all the Holy Spirit. And how important it is, though, for us, because I have been in rooms, and I'm going to, Okay, I feel I feel like it is a little bit. I, in my personal experience, it's been with women that I've been in a room with where women are like, "Well, I don't know. That's my husband's thing." Oh Lord, help me! <laughs> or, oh, I don't really read the Bible. My husband does. What? Like, what are you doing? Like that first. Breathe, Tiffany. And through the mouth, out through the nose. Wait, enter the nose out through the mouth. I just get so frustrated when when people say that, like, oh, it's for my pastor, or my pastor will teach me on Sunday morning. Like, what are we doing? If we can't argue the case for Christ, if we don't know what we're talking about, like, it's such a disservice to the kingdom of God. And I feel like it's kind of a slap in the face to Jesus. Like, we want to say, Jesus, I need help. Jesus, I need healing. Jesus, I need all of these things. But we don't have time to pick up his, his word and read about his bride. I just... Mm, so important to me. Um, I think they just don't know what they're missing out on. You I, know? Yeah, so I know. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Where's he at? Come on. But I'm just very... Oh, he's gonna, you're going to tell him? They don't work like that. Um, but yeah, I've just been in situations where, where I've had women say their, their children asked them questions and they couldn't answer it. And they told them to ask daddy because he was the one that studied it. And oh, yeah, anyway, back to Luke. Here we go. Um, okay, so Luke, he 
it says that he wrote more of the New Testament than even Paul did, which that like threw me off when I, when I was like studying this and reading this, because we all we hear about is Paul, Paul in the New Testament. We, there's a big emphasis on Paul, but Luke wrote a lot of it. And it says that he may even have been a Gentile, which is crazy because this is, this is what the, I mean, you keep going into Acts and you're seeing what the Lord does with this, but that wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to just be for the Jewish. And I love how the Lord knew what he was doing from even, even that beginning point of writing this, the beginning of the book. Okay. All right. Now that we only have 20 minutes, here we go. <laughs> it's fine. We have time. You guys aren't going anywhere, right? Good answer. We can order pizza. It's, I don't think we can actually. Well, Casey's. I'll go fire the grill up. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't have to go through the whole thing. It's fine. Um, I meant to. That's why I looked at Hayden earlier because I wrote out the, all the scriptures for him to put up there, and then I didn't remember to tell him to put them up there. So it's fine. Um, so if you have your books, turn your Bibles, turn to Acts one one. Your 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 favorite books. All right, and it says, and I'm going to read out of the Passion that I know some hate, but I have the mic, so I'm reading out of the Passion today. Tomorrow you can read out of what you want to read out of. Okay, okay. so Acts 1-1 says, To Theophilus, the lover of God, I write to you again, my dear friend, to give you further details about the life of our Lord and all the things that he did and taught. And so a lot of people will believe here where it says to Theophilus, the lover of God, that he's specifically teaching it or he's telling, writing this book to somebody. And he says that in Luke as well. Um, but I also feel like just like all of the Bible that God is, he's relative, like he's, he can be relative. God can do whatever he wants. Like he can speak to a very specific people group. But then in all, I also believe that he's speaking to us. Anybody in here a lover of God? Yes. <sighs> Me too. And I feel like that is what he's saying by saying, hey, bride, hey, lover of God, I have something for you. I have some instruction for you. And in Acts 1, 2 through 3, it says, just before he ascended into heaven, Jesus left instructions. Also, that word is commands. And so what he's saying here is he's, I'm giving you something um, I'm giving you kind of, um, this is your orientation, right? Before you start a job, before you have something to do, Jesus gives us this instruction on what it's supposed to look like. And he says, through Holy Spirit for the apostles he had chosen. After the sufferings of his cross, Jesus appeared alive many times. So we know that he appeared about 11 is what the Bible tells us. It could have been more. We just didn't see it there. And so we know about 11 times that he appeared to them. To these same apostles over a 40-day period, proving to them with many convincing signs that he had been resurrected. During these encounters, he taught them the truth of God's kingdom. Let's talk about the number 40 there. You guys have to understand every sentence, every bit of the Bible God is speaking. Like he didn't put anything in there um, that wasn't meant to be in there. And so when he, he's, he specifically said that he's, they spent 40 day period, he could have just said a period, but he said it specifically and he's wanting to teach us something. So tell me, what are some things that happened throughout scripture that were 40 days? Fasting. That was fast. That was fast fasting. <laughs> the flood. Okay. Yep. Jesus in the wilderness. Yes. The desert, the Israelites in the desert. Is that where you're going? Yep, yep, yep. What was it? 
temptation. Yep. Yep. He's tempted in the wilderness. Elijah fasted for 40 days. Um, this number actually represents time of completeness and transformation. And so what God is doing here is he's showing, listen, I'm going to be here with you for 40 days and I'm going to teach you. And he spent more time teaching them than he did performing signs and wonders, guys. Like he spent teaching time them about the kingdom, teaching about the kingdom, about what the bride is going to look like, about their identity, about who he was. Like that's how he chose to spend his 40 days resurrected. And he spent it with his disciple teaching. So because he knew that he was going to get to go back to where he originally came from and that they would be carrying this on. And what, what it's, it's a beautiful picture of, it was their completeness and transformation. He didn't just leave at 40 days because it was like okay I'm ready this is a good time to go it's the weather 70 and I think I'll just go home today like he knew today was the day that they were ready and that he could go isn't that beautiful I'm so in love with the Lord okay focus all right questions we're moving on ready you guys good I love you. You should have been here for it. Where were you? Oh, okay. It's okay. We just love you guys too. Okay, ready? Acts 1, 4 through 5 says, Jesus instructed them, don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about, the gift the Father has promised. For John baptized you in water, but in a few days from now, you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. so good these are red letters guys so he's telling us something here there's details in this and this is one of the main like there's this is probably one of there's there's one or two more scriptures that shows us that being filled with the holy spirit is a separate occurrence and i know in the church that's such a uh, controversial thing and it's just a, a way for the enemy to cause us to fight but that's what we believe and we believe it because red letters tell us that that is the case that they believed, there's no way that the disciples didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. They had salvation. They were saved. They were going to heaven. But what he's saying is, guys, I'm going, but I have something else that I'm sending. And I wonder if they were like, what is he talking about? Like, I, I often wonder, like, they were just like, did you hear what he said? Just to have a normal conversation about the kingdom yeah. is what I, I think about, you know, just... Like we just, just read like, it so like flippantly, a friend to like a friend, you know, and you're just being enlightened about the kingdom and the truth about the kingdom. And yeah. I honestly hope that there there are books that are these conversations like I I feel like Luke had to write all this stuff down somewhere, right? You feel like, it just like as he's learning, revealed. he's yeah. like taking notes yeah. and yeah. It just it hasn't been revealed to us or found yet. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so perfect that like the Lord knew what he was doing because it was Luke that, and he knew he would write the details. He knew that, that he would give all of the details for what it looked like and he would take it seriously. So it's just so fascinating to me. Okay. Um, Talk to me about baptism of the Holy Spirit. What do you guys know? What does it look like? What is it? Why do we do it? Why does the Bible talk about it? 
It's amazing. What was it? Different. It is different for every person. You 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 obtain your love language. Yeah. Power to witness. Yep. What else? We all need it. Do we have to have it to go to heaven? It's such a tricky thing, right? Like we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, right. We have the Holy Spirit once we're born again. Like I know that that's the most confusing thing. And I've heard Tim say it too. Like you have the Holy Spirit when you're born again or is it separate? Yes and yes. Like you have the Holy Spirit when you're born again. But it also he's telling us, he's instructing us that it is separate occurrence. And that's what I often say too. Like, but why wouldn't you want it? Like if the Bible tells you that there's, that he's sending one like him for power and authority, why would you not be like, oh God, I want all of that. I want all of you. It's true. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's so weird that speaking in tongues is the one thing that freaks everybody out. Like, it's not really being filled with the Holy Spirit that anybody cares about. It's the, the next part that they say evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. However, there's, there's, it does not say that everybody spoke in tongues. And so it doesn't mean that you are not filled with the Holy Spirit if you do not speak in tongues. But why would you not want to? I think, it, again, it's fear. It's what is it? I don't want something to take over my body and force me to do something. It's, it's weird. Okay, it is weird. I mean, like, come on. Like, it is weird, right? Like, it's just the strangest, oddest thing. But it's so but that's good. not what happens. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. You're not like possessed by. I guess you are. <laughs> no, it's a step. Of, it's a step of faith, though, <laughs> that ignites it. Yeah. You have to step first for it to be ignited, for it to begin to freely flow out of you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's it's very kind. It's yeah. gentle. He's not scary. And you can love the Lord, and you can pray, and you can worship, and you can be with Him, and never speak in tongues, and it's okay. Oh, excuse me, sir. But if there was something else that he had, if there was something that he had to offer, if he had a gift and he said, would you like this? Why would we not say, of course, Father. But. Yep. Yeah. It's a perfect spirit language. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And, yep. Yep. Right. He doesn't, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Speak to that. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, like, I will get out of the car sometimes getting in it, getting ready to go into the Walmart, and I'll just be like, ugh. Anybody feel like that going to Walmart? Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And, it, like, it's so common to me now that I just start speaking in tongues like I don't I could care less I'm not screaming it they'd probably remove me but I mean like come on why are Christians so weird sometimes like settle down like um but like I will just start like praying in tongues and if people hear me I don't care but um it's so needed like I need it I I will like my children will drive me crazy and I'll just start speaking in tongues like like and it's not even for them it's just it's it's for me it's to be like settle down Tiffany settle down settle down you know and and it's this gift that what'd you say Presley does it all the time right (laughs) do you guys hear that Presley asked her once she said mom how do I say these tacos are good in tongues (laughs) 
that's when you know that your children is growing up in a charismatic church. Okay. <laughs> really meaning to get into speaking in tongues uh i love that we are though but like there's so much to it and i think that um as we're learning and everybody is is growing in it like there's different types of speaking in tongues right there's there's speaking in tongues in front of a church and then having an interpreter there's there's praying in tongues there's a you know prayer language there's different types of tongues for different um walks for different reasons and i think that like if we read our bible and we we understood that there would be so much less division among the churches on what speaking in tongues are because i know that most people would agree that tongues is biblical but then i have had people be like well i feel like it's from the devil if there wasn't an interpreter like where do we hear these things like uh uh-huh though I was a kid when my mom we went we went from church to church to church based on what they could give us as a kid though so it it wasn't like we went we had a a family so we went to different churches and I was baptized at a pinnacle at an AG church um new life in Oak Grove right yeah um I think it's AG yeah um and so every like they were loudly speaking in tongues which is totally okay and but as a kid I had never heard it never heard it was right or wrong just had never heard it and it sounded scary so how many of you guys would agree the first time that you heard it it was kind of maybe a little bit scary anybody you thought it was what fake yeah What else? What did you guys feel like?
Right. Yeah. should ask them first. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's so true. Yep. Yep. that wants to be seen you know even as Christian that blows my mind that as Christians we want to be known as what like what do we want to be known as the servants of Christ no that's not what that's not what most people want to be served uh, known as and just like you said the gifts and the callings are for the body it's for the advancement of of the kingdom and so if somebody is an apostle God has anointed them as an apostle it's for the church that doesn't mean you get a parking spot right out front it doesn't mean you're first in line at the potluck you know I mean, I have seen Tim like drop kick kids to get now. Just joking. <laughs> I had to. He's always the last, probably because he's talking, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, we have it so backwards. And the same thing with speaking in tongues. Like, speaking in tongues, it's okay if it's loud, but it's okay if it's soft. It's okay if nobody ever even knew you did it, and it's okay if people hear you in the grocery store. Like, we get so caught up in in rights and wrong and legalities of the kingdom. And what other people think is a huge one. Yeah. Dave, were you going to say something? Dave, were you going to say something?
because it's him anyway, right? Like anytime somebody gets healed, anytime, uh, like anytime Jason has a dream or, or we have a word of knowledge, like it's all from him, for him, by him, because of him. It's not, it's not about us. And we, we definitely, we put ourselves in that place of like, I've heard even just, even just today, I read someone say they, he's excited about ministry and I'm just want to pray for him. Um, but he was like, uh, when I have my ministry, I'm going to lead tens of thousands of people to the Lord. And I was like, oh, buddy, you'll realize one day that it's the Lord that draws them. It's the Lord that plants the seed. Like, yes, he uses us, but it's him that does all of it. And when we start trying to do it in our own effort is when we're really, really disappointed because I can't get anybody saved. I don't save anybody. I'm like a mom of six kids that has a sink full of dishes and drinks all the coffee, which is why we have no money. And, and this is when you say how much more I am. You're so silly. Okay. Um, but anyway, like, you know what I'm saying? Do you guys get it? Like we, I can do nothing in my strength. It's all the power and the authority of Christ. It's him that saves. It's him that heals. It's, it's him that delivers. speaking in tongues yet. Like, they didn't even understand when he's like, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. They're like, I don't know. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. What was happening here? You're leaving again? But where are you going? Like, I I feel like we would have been best friends with the disciples. Yep. I wrote, this was not just a command to do something, all right? So he's not just saying, um, you know, to, 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 for, he's not just speaking to works. He's not just speaking to signs and wonders. He says, but more so a call to fulfill what Christ had made them to be or destined them to be. That is, that's what we're doing. We're walking out um, the kingdom based on what he's called us to do. And so if we're called to be a mama and raise our children, um, if we're called to pray over them or if we're called to pray for our husband, do it with all of your heart. Like God will tell you in the season that you're called to. There was definitely a season of our life that there was no way that we could have pastored a church. Like there was just no way. Like you wouldn't have wanted me to. And there it wasn't the time. It wasn't the season for it. And that's up to us to get to live this life next to the, like with the Lord, with the power and the authority to grow in this knowledge, to grow in this instruction, and then to act on it and to be what he's called. Okay. Our babies are here. And I think we're at a pretty good stopping point. I know we didn't get too, too far, but that's awesome because that means you guys get to go ahead and read the rest of Acts 1 when you get home. And so we'll start on 
Acts 1, 6, 6 through 8 when we come back, and we'll see if we get, we should be able to get through the rest of um, Acts. So read Acts 1, 6 through 26. 1, 6 through 26. Okay? You guys going to do that? Yes. Yes. Are you excited about it? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right, and so this will kind of be what the next couple of weeks look like. And so come with questions, come with yeah, input. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, come prepared. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's learn from each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Some of, some of us are going to have different revelations, and we're going to be able to glean from each other. Yeah. I'm just really excited, though, to, to, to be able to say, like, um, you know, like apologetics is such a big deal that we know how to defend our faith. But now I don't, I don't think, I mean, I know everyone talks about how the church is so persecuted that we have no idea. Like the church isn't per, like the church was persecuted in the beginning. Yes, it's persecuted now, but we don't, we're not really able to say that we're persecuted. You know, just because somebody causes, calls us a cult doesn't mean that we're persecuted. Uh, right. Not in Holden. No. Um, but that I will be able to say, no, I know, like we know as a family, we know what God was speaking in Acts. We know who the Holy Spirit is. We know what the bride was, was how the Holy Spirit um, uh, created it and what she created it for. So we're going to get to do that together and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Um, we're going to pray and then we're going to go and then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, let me, real quick, I'll just do announcements. Wednesday is our worship night that has just really, like, crept up on us. And here it is. It's coming. And I'm so excited for it. Um, it's 719 at 7 o'clock. And for you guys that don't know, um, the only reason that we're having a random night of worship on a Wednesday is because it was actually April 22nd. The Lord woke me up and said, or the 23rd, April 20-something. Um he woke me up and all I heard him say was July 19th. And he said it again, July 19th. And he said it one more time. He said three times, July 19th. And I was like, and <laughs> like, yes. And then there was nothing. And so um, we just kind of decided like, let's see what he wants to do. Let's have a night of worship. Let's, let's just host this night. Let's minister to him. There's not a whole lot planned. Um, Jason and I might have something to say. I don't know. Somebody else might have something to say. Um, but we're going to worship and um, we're going to have an open time of, of if anyone needs any healing, you can bring the sick, um, bring in the possessed. Sure, we'll cast out some demons. Um, the Bible says to do it. So um, I don't know. We're just going to let the Lord lead us and have a great time. So who's coming to that? Yay, good answer. You have to. You get to, child. And there is going to be childcare. Um, our older teens are going to be watching the kiddos for us. Um, maybe because we told them they were. but <laughs> And there's money involved. Yeah, <laughs> right. They did say, is there money involved? Eh, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? No upper room this week. That's next week. Oh, Hayden wants you to know about family camp. It's getting closer. It's crazy how it's the middle of July. Family camp is still open if you guys want to come. If you have any questions, let us know. Um, we have several people signed up for it, but we have, there's plenty of room. So just let me know if you want to go. It's a $50 deposit. It's out at Life Change.
I think that's it. I'm going to pray. And then we're going to go. You guys good? Oh, Jesus. What an honor it is to get to learn from your word, God. What an honor it is to, to see and to grow and what it is that you have for us, your instructions, God. Because your instructions weren't, they didn't just stop with the disciples. God, it was meant for us. Everything that we need to learn, everything that we need to grow in, Father, it's, it's right at our fingertips. We can have it on our phone. We, can, we have a Bible in every room of our house, God. We don't take that lightly, that you are in all, you're in all of our day-to-day, Father. And we just keep the door open and we say, have your way. Do what you want to do, Father. This is for you. This is for advancing your kingdom. This is for you, Father. We just love you. Amen. Okay, guys.